morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Thursday, September 22nd. It was on this date in 1862 that President Abraham Lincoln issued the Preliminary Emancipation Proclamation. It declared that all slaves in rebel states should be free as of January 1st, 1863. And a few notable premieres. On this date in 1964, television viewers got their first look at The Man from Uncle. In 1982, Family Ties premiered. And on this date in 1994, we made friends with a new show called Friends. Let's check out your weather forecast for this Thursday and get a sneak peek at your weekend over at the First Alert Weather Center. Hey, good Thursday morning. I'm meteorologist Joey Silvine starting out near 70 this morning. A little bit of patchy fog as you head out the door. All sunshine today will be near 90 by lunchtime. Low to mid 90s this afternoon. Last afternoon of summer. Fall officially begins this evening around 9 o'clock. And a cold front will be coming through tonight. Could even get a stray shower overnight as that passes through. We clear right back out tomorrow. All sunshine Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but cooler weather. Highs tomorrow afternoon only in the upper 70s. Morning lows in the 50s by Saturday morning. Does look like a beautiful weekend ahead. All sunshine highs in the low to mid 80s. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And here are your news headlines to get you caught up. New this morning, Goose Creek police are investigating a hit and run that left one person dead. Police say a crash involving a bicyclist happened just before 11 o'clock last night. Officers responded to Crowfield Boulevard off of College Park Road. That's across from Stratford High School. Police say a car hit a cyclist and then fled the scene. A second car then hit that person again, killing them. That car stayed on scene until cops arrived. The identity of the victim has not been released at this time. This is a developing story. We'll update you as soon as we know more. The South Carolina Highway Patrol is investigating a deadly crash out of Williamsburg County. This happened on Highway 52 north of King Street area just after 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon. Troopers say a Toyota Avalon was traveling north when it ran off the road, hit a ditch in a tree. The driver of that vehicle died. The Williamsburg County Coroner's Office has not released the name of that victim. The Charleston County Sheriff's Office is asking for your help in solving an August hit-and-run death in the Meggett area. Deputies were called to Highway 165 near Manor Road around 11.30 p.m. on August 23rd. The driver of a car reported hitting a man identified as 31-year-old Brandon Hardwick, who was lying in the roadway. Hardwick died. That investigation shows Hardwick had been hit by another vehicle that left the scene before the second driver reported that incident. The second driver called 911 and tried to help Hardwick and is not facing charges. The Georgetown County Sheriff's Office is calling for action to decrease traffic incidents. This comes after the sheriff apologized to citizens on Facebook Friday for not, quote, responding properly to speeding and traffic issues in the county. 
Sheriff Carter Weaver says traffic is not normally a priority for the sheriff's office since they usually deal with life and property. But with the increase in recent wrecks, he believes it's time for them to step up. Since Weaver made that Facebook post on Friday, he's increased patrols in the area. From Friday to midday yesterday, 117 tickets were issued in the area for people driving more than 10 miles per hour over the speed limit. The South Carolina Department of Transportation joined Governor Henry McMaster to give an update about the I-26 road widening project. The plan is to expand parts of I-26 from four to six lanes in more populated areas. The project will widen 16 miles of the highway between Newberry, Lexington, and Richland counties. That's set to alleviate traffic in those areas. The state recently allocated $512 million for the project to speed it up by several years. The accelerated project is also thanks to some technology advances. In order to continue the acceleration of this project, our contractor has developed and implemented and put in place two concrete plants to make their own concrete here on site on the project utilizing exclusively South Carolina source materials. Officials say the project is more than 50% complete and is expected to be finished by the end of 2024. A potential new middle and high school in Nontaw has a chance to be a partial magnet school. That's when students are pulled from multiple parts of the district to take part in specialized curriculum. Charleston County School District officials presented new details of the plan to board members and community members at a meeting at Lang Middle School. Live Five's Anna Harris spoke with officials and a parent to tell us more about the plan. Charleston County School District says a lot of the plans right now are just ideas with no specific timeline. A new middle and high school could be coming to the Alwindaw area. It would be located on 107 acres at Highway 17 and Jenkins Hill Road. CCSD staff says one of the main challenges is making sure that each school holds a maximum of 500 students. This would pull in kids from D1, the Alwindaw-McClellanville area, and some from D2 in the northern Mount Pleasant area. Staff also say they are continuing to search desirable education options for a partial magnet school to reach that target enrollment. Officials presented concept maps and multiple options for rezoning, and they say it could cause concern for families. Lower the temperature in the room, so to speak, and let people know that uh, going to another school, which would be a state-of-the-art uh, school, why wouldn't you want your child to go there? That would be the question that I would ask. There's currently no timeline on constructions for the schools because the district does not know if the magnet option will be included. This project is not fully funded and CCSD says they do not have a price estimate because of all of the unknown factors. They say the next step is to charter a blue ribbon committee in mid-October to look at overall enrollment numbers and to see what are the best options to make this project successful. In Mount Pleasant, Anna Harris, Live 5 News. The John L. Dart Library in downtown Charleston is set to close for renovations next month. Yeah, the Charleston County Public Library says the branch will be closed beginning October 15th at 5 p.m. for a refresh that includes new paint, carpet, and furniture. Renovations on the branch are expected to take several months. Library officials say items on hold will be rerouted to the main library on Calhoun Street, or they can be routed to a different branch. Books, book returns will not be available at the branch once renovations begin, but items can be returned to any open location.
Well, the Mount Pleasant Chamber of Commerce is hosting its 12th annual Business and Community Expo today. Officials say this is the largest networking event east of the Cooper River for local businesses and the community. Live 5's Lauren Quinlan joining us now with more on what's to expect from today's event. Good morning, Lauren. I spoke with the director of the Mount Pleasant Chamber of Commerce and she says today's event will provide a space for business owners and the community to connect with resources and potential partners. In partnership with the town of Mount Pleasant and Roper St. Francis Healthcare, the Business and Community Expo will have about 90 vendors. They range from blood donation stations to appearances from community leaders and food trucks. Rebecca M. Holtz, director of the Mount Pleasant Chamber of Commerce, says businesses everywhere were impacted by COVID-19 and many are just now getting back to where they were pre-pandemic. She says if you are a business owner or have a community organization, this expo is a great way to connect with people who can support you to meet your mission and goals. It's a great way for someone in the business community to get the word out about their products and service offerings. And it's a great way for the community to connect with support services in the area as well. Um, and we have some really fun vendors. The event is free from 1 to 6 p.m. today at the Omar Shrine Temple on Patriots Point Road. Imholt says they expect about 1,200 people to be there and there will be free giveaways for the first 500 people. For more information on today's event or the Mount Pleasant Chamber of Commerce, just click on this story on Live5News.com. Live in Mount Pleasant, Lauren Quinlan, Live5News. One local library and a foster care service have partnered to host a foster family recruitment drop-in event happening today. Library officials say it's opening its doors for people to stop in, ask any questions, and learn more about fostering in general. Molly McBride joins us live from the Goose Creek Library. So Molly, can you tell us more about this event? The Berkeley County Library System, in collaboration with Lutheran Services Carolinas, are hosting the drop-in style event today from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. here at the Goose Creek Library. Registration is not required, and the library says they welcome anyone interested in fostering to stop by. According to the Department of Social Services, almost 4,000 children here in South Carolina are looking for their permanent home. 435 of those 4,000 are in Charleston, Berkeley, and Dorchester counties alone. These numbers are a part of the reason why leaders at the Goose Creek Library say they're excited to host this event. Foster family recruiter Robbie Dent will be at the library from 10 to 2 to help in any way. The library says Dent will be able to answer questions about requirements for foster parents, as well as the as well as start the fostering process for anyone seriously interested. The library says they hope anyone interested in the opportunity of fostering stops by. For more information, visit live5news.com and click on the story. Reporting live in Goose Creek, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. Celebrating birthdays today, singer Debbie Boone is 66, actor Joan Jett turned 64, and actress Bonnie Hunt is 61. Thanks so much for joining us for Morning, y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning, y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.